did you know about that that like a lot of the like avant-garde art movement in the united states was like funded by like the fucking fbi or cia no i didn't yeah it was to like i think it was partially to like um fucking this is the final episode we did it we did it we're at the end of season one oh we ah we did it we did it brad plague upon the world hi everybody i'm brad i'm hayden and welcome to titanomaki the show where we talk shit about dc titan uh, don't die, Brad. We're at the finish uh, line uh, for season one. As far as I know, I haven't got the Rona. Um, all uh, right. I don't have the Rona, but I do have delicious coffee. That's that's good. That's fitting because you were drinking coffee the last time we uh when we, we, we watched this, this episode. Yeah. yeah, when we watched the episode, not recorded this. Haha. <laughs> yeah. But I am drinking coffee while we record this. So. <laughs> When am I not drinking coffee? Uh, it, I I want to say two thing two things about uh us watching this episode as mm-hmm. as background. So as Hayden said, this is Titanomaki. This is the show where we talk about DC Titans and talk shit on it and how horrible it is. Um, if you're just diving in, this episode probably isn't gonna make any goddamn sense to you. Start uh, feel free to tag along one. otherwise. <laughs> yeah, start episode one. Start episode zero. Hell, I don't I don't know. Start episode three. Doesn't really matter. Doesn't really matter. Um, but uh, I mean this episode itself uh doesn't make a lot of sense and honestly doesn't have a lot to do with like titans no it was just it was so weird yeah it's uh it feels i I believe you mentioned it feels like the show they kind of wanted to write yeah no it feels yeah no 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 no. that's what i was thinking like the entire time like for like the like entirety of this episode it felt like what they wanted it to be yeah you could you could go into this episode pretty blind and just be like ah I'm aware of Batman. This appears to be Batman Go Bad episode. Yeah, honestly, it's Batman Bad. It is Batman Bad. Yet again, a recurring theme in this show. Mm-hmm. Um, background of when we watched. Uh, we watched this the day after we recorded the episode on episode 10. Yep. Just so that we could get it done. We woke up that morning <laughs> and watched Titans. What a good way to start the day. Oh, God. It, it was it was a way to start the day, I'll say that much. Didn't I have to also then move that day as well? I think so. It was a, it was a bad day for that me. Was Sorry a... if the episode cursed you. You know, honestly, watching Titans was the best part of that day. <laughs> but anyway. <Holy> shit. <laughs> that's a low ball. Don't, everyone know. out there, don't, don't think that that's... That 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 underscores how shitty Hayden's day was. That's that's not like a highlight. No, yeah, no. Moving was something. Just moving sucks in general. So Titans oh, yeah. being the highlight of my day was a first. <laughs> like Effect- it's always effectively fun. Having, effectively having to hit like the eject button on your own home though. Yeah. Um, no, that fun. was that was something. But hey, we um, have a dope place we're moving into. So. Yeah. Uh, just before we get into it, um, I'd like everyone to remember that we have a patron. Thank you, Hell Caitlin. Yeah. Thank you, Caitlin. Uh, she is she is the Medici family to our Leonardo <laughs> da Vinci. Oh my God. Um, she is the. Uh, <laughs> this is this is this is an arcane reference, and I'm not 100 percent sure it's accurate. <laughs> she is the FBI to our postmodernist art movement. <clears throat> 
the world sucks right now. Uh, I have nothing but dark humor, and I'm Titans. Titans. <laughs> We've been broken by this show. <laughs> oh my uh, god! I love that this is our opening discussion <laughs> to this fucking. Just, just like just, just like the like brain, just like the aneurysms that happen to Richie Grayson every few minutes to make things worse. That's that's what's happening to us. Over the course of these episodes. True. I'm like, I feel like this show made me dumber. Uh, it definitely made me... It made me more hyper aware of, like, the way movies are, movies and shows are written. It made me, like, hyper aware of, like, good and bad, like, costume design and what makes it good. I'm like, it honestly, like, made me more interested but it also makes this this show hurt more because I'm more interested. And I totally cut you off because I'm a dick. Go ahead. No, you're fine. I was just going to say, this show makes me feel like... I, I don't know if I'm like more hyper aware of like production stuff. I mean, I learned about like TV writers and like different directors yeah. rotating per episode, which I wasn't really aware of for like live action mm-hmm. TV. Um, I feel like I learned a valuable lesson about like... I, I get pretty up my own butt about, like, you know, wanting Western animation uh, and anime in general. Like, like animation, I should say, in general, not, like, anime, but, like, anime as well, to uh, try to be a little bit more serious and a little less tongue-in-cheek, a um, little, bit, little bit less wink at the camera. Yeah. Um, Titans is very self-serious for the most part, um, and I I can say for certain now that I'm like, yeah, it's not really tongue-in-cheek per se, but it absolutely fucking sucks dick besides that so it's like this is this is what it's presenting itself as but at the same time it still sucks on that value so i'm like i've learned that you can be kind of genuine in what the hell you're trying to say but it can still be muddled and messy and bad Mm -hmm. and not in like an artistic way and like a and like a weird mixed message dangerous ideology uh murder is okay and women are sex mom daughter sex or mom vi- <laughs> sex mom daughter or villain there, there's just like there's like four ways to view women and i mean like that's that's like a that's unfortunately like a fucking um viewpoint that's also common in a lot of other media uh but this titans also has it a lot with richie where he only views women as either you're going to have sex with me you're my enemy you're kind of my mom which is the case with donna or uh rachel you're kind where, of my mom. My, you're kind of my daughter. Yeah. All right. Uh, and speaking of Richie Grayson, <laughs> I said speaking. Speaking of Richie Grayson, uh, let's get into it. Because if you were calling the last episode, dear viewers, dear listeners, dear listeners, dear, I'm so sorry. <laughs> my dear, sweet, sweet children out there. Uh, <laughs> my sweet angel babies. My little. <laughs> my little. <laughs> God, ow, I just bit my own tongue. <laughs> oh, oh. I, I've cursed you yet again. I was about oh. to say my little titties out there. Oh, my God. <laughs> no one is going to get that joke no. in for good reason. Um, oh, no. do continue, though, please, before okay. we fall down this rabbit hole that I don't want to be in. <laughs> That's true. That's he who shall not be named. Um, oh, fucking, oof. Uh, so, if you recall in the last episode, uh, Rachel... Our local raven mm-hmm. and daughter of demon man Trigon uh, brought back Daddy Dearest voluntarily because her mom was like, "Hey, Tiger Boy's dying. You gotta bring back Tiger Boy." Uh, He's like, "Your demon dad can bring him back." Those of you just tuning into this episode, throughout the whole of season one, Beast Boy has not gained the ability to turn into anything other than a tiger. He is just Tiger Boy. 
he is just Tiger Boy. Because um, low budget, I assume. I don't fucking know. Yep. And Richie Grayson, Robin, I'm I'm just I'm giving everybody context because I don't know if you're tuning into this last episode to check on us. Um, we've gone insane. <laughs> Making sure that we're okay, that we're alive. We're, we are still watching Titans. I'm not talking about a different show with different characters. These are the characters. Richie Grayson has just run into the abode where uh, Tiger Boy, Rachel, and her mom and Daddy Dearest Trigon are sitting, uh, and he has ran into a uh, rather he has run into a black shadow, Kingdom Hearts darkness esque void. Darkness outside of the house that no one else can enter. Uh, no one else in this case being the two people with him, which are Donna Troy, Wonder Girl, and uh, Corey Anders, known as Starfire. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as we know, no one else is coming except, I guess, Hawk and Dove, Honk and Don Soap, who Rachel apparently called for help. Yeah. Uh, though she did it even though they were in the hospital and she seemed to do it randomly while reaching out while being choked up by Starfire while Starfire was like crazy and thinking she had to kill Rachel. Yeah. Um, and Jason Todd is apparently going to show up. I don't know why she would want to call him. I, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, but they're probably on the way. Otherwise, no backup is coming. The Justice League is confirmed to be real, and no one is really, like, coming in to help. Yeah. Okay, so that's the last thing you saw. Yep. Is Rachel, Trigon, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we cut to the beginning of this episode. And Richie is just chilling out. In a pool. In a pool. On a little floaty thing. As you pointed out, his drink is actually spilling into the pool. Yeah, no, because, like, he's chilling in the pool, and then his son, in his, like, his imaginary son, whose name was, yeah, like, spoiler. Johnny or some shit. Yeah, Johnny. Um, Spoiler, it's his imagination. Whoops. It's whatever. I don't really yeah, the whole Yeah, they didn't just skip and then do a time skip, though that would be, like, a Young Justice thing to do. But yeah, <laughs> keep going. But um, his... Son jumps into the pool, like, knocks him off his floaty and, like, knocks his beer into the water. And this asshole just lets his beer just pour out. And you you know it's an empty bottle because you can't see any liquid coming out of it. So I'm like, okay, great prop work there, guys. Good job. I, I want to mention, I want to mention mm-hmm. here that uh, it's immediately mentioned after this scene with his son, Johnny. And the name Johnny, I assume, has no meaning to dick grayson in the comics was it johnny or or was it something else because it was johnny i don't fucking remember because i feel like it was supposed to have like some other fucking meaning i don't know i have it written down why is their son named johnny as a question on this sheet so it is johnny okay cool uh, he's also he's also wearing sunglasses at the beginning yeah no he looks like such a douchebag he is such a douchebag. He is he is douchier than like James Marsden ever made fucking uh or Jason Marsden. I forget which. Wh- whatever Marsden of the Super Marsden brothers played Cyclops in the X Men movies. He's even douchier than that. Like he looks so shitty. And then um, it's, it's mentioned right Jason after this. Marsden, that, I think. Yeah, is it Jason Marsden? I don't one, fucking know. Well, one of them, one of them is Cyclops in X Men and Piccolo in Dragon Ball Evolution, and the other one is fucking uh, Max from a Goofy movie and Haku from Spirited Away. I cannot remember which Give one. Give me a which. sec. I never I'll can. look it up. Continue talking. All right. So we uh, we then find out that Richie is an L.A. cop now, like a uh, Los Angeles cop. He lives in a mansion. <laughs> he 
Who lives in a fucking mansion? It's a fucking Los Angeles police officer. It's James and I mean, Marsden. Like, James Marsden? Okay. Yep. I'm I'm sorry, Jason Marsden. Your work deserves more respect. Um fucking Richie is living in a fucking mansion. I guess just because he's used to it because of growing up with Bruce Wayne or whatever, or because he's like, you know, just stealing from the police department. LAPD is corrupt, I guess, whatever. It doesn't matter. That sounds about or he's just, right. Or, or he's just bumming money off of Bruce. Like, there's there's no there's no scenario in which a LAPD officer, let alone a white one, has a mansion in LA, and that's not, like, a sign that something horrible has happened. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Richie is now chilling with Dawn Soap, Dove Soap, whatever. Uh, she's Prego. And he's got little boy Johnny. And they're, you know, happy domestic life. Yep. And it's all very boring. And they talk about how the color of the room is going to be. And I wrote down, I wonder if part of this fantasy, oh, sorry, part of this fantasy is that Richie just quietly executed Honk. Honk and Doe. In an alleyway to get back with Don. By the way, he only had like one conversation with Don over the yeah, course of the Yeah, no, they've season, spoken you once. don't remember. Yeah, we get that, and we get mentioned from Donna that he fucked up his relationship with Don. And we also get a whole episode of Don's relationship with Hank. Or an episode and a half, because half of the episode in, in uh, which they're introduced is all about their relationship. And episode nine, for whatever reason, is all about just their backstory of getting together as a couple. And it's very weird that they want us to feel in any way like it's important or good that richie wants to get with this woman that he's barely spoken to on screen yes yeah, um so they're they're chilling they get a phone call uh rachel and tiger boy are calling from college on skype they're just against like a white wallpaper uh it's very boring looking it's very lazy i'm guessing they didn't even have to really bring the actors on set uh, i'd laugh if they're like hey can you guys just hang out together and film this from like your trailer yeah uh tiger boy's hair is black it's not even green so he dyed it i guess yeah i suppose so i don't fucking know and rachel's hair is longer and she's wearing more weight wearing more makeup so that's how you know that they're both older now and they are in college and it's years after trigon i guess yeah i don't fucking know so uh by the way richie having that relationship with rachel where he's like a parent and like wants to be around her and wants to be with her and like you know is like i'll never leave you his fantasy version is that she and Tiger Boy, who he has never spoken to, on equal footing, just fuck off and go to college and leave him alone. Yep. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, it is, it is maddening. It is baffling that the whole series, for the most part, has been like, and I say for the most part, outside of like cutting to other bullshit and like the obvious times where it seems like Richie like storms off and gets all upset or whatever, is about his relationship saving like Rachel. And then in his fantasy, he's like barely around her. And instead, he's with a woman that we saw once in like episode two. And we know briefly that they had like a fling and that he fucked it up. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. And that they built up a huge, they built up a whole relationship on like a sentence. Yeah. And they built up a whole relationship between her and another dude who openly does not like Richie. And it's like, I don't, I don't feel good about this. I don't feel like it just feels happy so for Richie. Weird. Yeah, no, I'm like, I don't care. It makes Richie feel like an even creepier asshole. Mm-hmm. 
We're just fantasizing that just... It's weird. It's it's yeah, fucking it's weird. Fucking it also invalidates weird. any of the emotional chemistry he had with Starfire over the course of the season, supposedly, for their romance. Because he just... In his fantasy, she's just an FBI agent far away. So, like, yeah. he doesn't even care. He doesn't even care about, like, the three central characters he's been, like, traveling with for most of the season. Enough to keep them around in his fantasy world. Yeah, no, it's so weird. It's so fucking weird. And I'm like, I like, I could understand the writers thinking that having, like fucking gar and rachel at college is like richie wanting like the best for them or whatever but i'm like no you basically just eliminated them from his life almost you completely got rid of starfire pretty much yeah and then just like had him with this rando honestly like dove feels so random and i don't know why they keep trying to convince us that they have a good relationship or that, yeah, like, they, they had something don't. solid. Like, we don't know what the fuck happened. Like, you can't give me all this without, like, giving me something more to go on. Like, yeah, you can have your mysteries. You can have, like, inklings here and there that they had something. But there's, like, barely been anything. And it you just feels... Whole... Yeah, go S- ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just saying it's, like, um... They haven't given us reason to care about these two as a couple because they've been bought, they've been busy, quote unquote, building up Starfire and Richie. Yeah, they gave us a whole ass episode about Hawk and Dove's relationship. And I still barely give a shit about that because mm-hmm. they their logic doesn't make any goddamn sense and they're not particularly good people. No. Um and also Dove only gets like fucking like a five minute conversation with her mom before her mom biffs it under a van yeah uh so like i don't i don't feel a lot towards that but at the very least in that episode you should have done more build up to their relationship because the only backstory we get of their relationship uh richie and dawn is a flashback in episode two of him boning her and then also a flashback of them beating up criminals and some like passive aggressive conversations between the two yeah that's literally it and i'm like why should i care about these two as like a plausible relationship i don't yeah and i mean like i don't know what the episode is supposed to inspire that we're supposed to feel bad for richie for all the things happening maybe but i don't care and i kind of wish he'd die i like if anyone's gonna die in this show he or Corey, i don't really care about either yeah i again like moral ambiguity is fine but i don't really think the audience is given much to root for no we have nothing to root for. Okay, so uh, he gets off the phone with Rachel and uh, Rachel and fucking uh, Tiger Boy. His son also looks at, like a stuffed doll, and it seems like the stuffed doll is like whispering demon shit to him. Yeah. Uh, and then he's like, take this doll with you. And then uh, Richie's like, okay. Um, and uh, that never comes up again. I don't, I don't know if they were just trying to go for a jump scare there or something. I, I don't know. Um, more importantly, outside of the doll, Jason Todd shows up. He is in a wheelchair, which yeah. immediately made me laugh. Yeah, and you're like, I shouldn't laugh, but... <laughs> it's Batman. He's in trouble. The, the last thing we saw Jason Todd do was execute a series of police officers who were just showing up to the scene to try to catch the guy who had kidnapped someone. Like, to to catch a supervillain, really. 
And then he executed them. And then he yelled at Richie, calling him a pussy, essentially. Yes. So we're supposed to feel bad that Jason Todd is now in a wheelchair. And he goes, it's Batman. He's in trouble. And then he goes, I was shot by the Riddler. And he's like, I don't know. And then he's like, the Riddler never used a gun before. I don't feel like that's that's true. I feel like a lot of Batman villains have used guns. Yeah, they I, have. I remember seeing the Joker use a gun before. So it's like, I, whatever. Uh, this, Jason Todd's in a wheelchair. It's fine. Just don't worry about it. Also just name dropping Batman villains. Like, you know. Yeah, no. It, you know, to, to make us care. You know, you know? It, it's, it's to make us care. Because we really care about these people, Brad. Yeah, he also mentions that uh, Gotham's gotten worse. Commissioner Gordon's dead. Those are actual lines, he says. So much Batman context. Again, you, the audience, we have never seen or heard of Commissioner Gordon before this moment in Titans. And then he goes, Barbara's missing, which is Commissioner Gordon's daughter, who's Batgirl. Again, we don't know who that is. Yeah, it's just like... Just watching the show. Yeah, no, just by watching this show, if you were to dive into this and not have any knowledge of the Batman universe, which I doubt you would, but you know, like if you didn't know who any of these people were, you'd be really fucking confused. Actually, now that I think about it, if he's all like fucked up about Batman, why didn't he talk more about it to Barbara? Exactly. Yeah, like why bring up that Barbara exists in this universe? It's like, oh, why, why didn't we see him talking to her ever in, like, these fucking past 11 episodes? He talks to Wonder Girl and not fucking Batgirl? Yeah. The fuck? You'd think that they'd, if they're gonna mention Barbara, you'd think they'd bring in the Bat family. Yeah, like, and even if it's, like, Batman's shitty in this universe, which he seems to be, like, even outside of this, like, weird, Yeah, you know, he just seems sequence. shitty. Yeah, he, he follows Richie around the house and refuses to talk to him with all the lights off he's he's like a fucking child molester so i mean like yeah batman's already shitty outside of this fantasy so like i don't i don't get it also um more to the point jason's like batman's gonna start killing people uh which need i remind you jason executed police officers like four episodes ago i know but without maybe, like I guess a shred like, of hesitation well i guess this is like richie's fantasy so in his mind like in this world he hasn't in my imagination i like to believe that whenever i shoot police officers they just they just get knocked out like a fucking cartoon character yeah um, that's how life works it's fine They're super yeah good. it's fine also also like richie had starfire blow up that warehouse with all those people inside so like he's also he even if you make the argument that in cases where like he has clearly shot people like in the first episode where the choreography is weird and the police say he didn't kill anyone richie definitely killed people in Mm -hmm. episode seven he definitely was an accomplice to murder he murdered thousands like not thousands but a lot of people maybe probably like dozens of people probably dozens to a hundred yeah like it's he he does a little bit of murder he dabbles in murder um, and he was barely worried or, like, troubled at all by other characters being killed. Yeah, um, something. So, so he jabs that one guy in the fucking eye with a robin ring, like, right through his goddamn eye. And also, if I remember correctly, like, Dove slits people's throats. So, again, murder's totally cool with him. But when Batman does it, it's now a problem. Which is, again, a problem of, like, probably whenever they wrote this episode, they didn't really think about the other episode's choreography where it's like, yeah, we've just straight up murdered people so many times. Yeah, no, the thing is, I think it it just goes back to how disjointed the show is and how I just feel like the writers don't communicate as much as they should. 
Or they don't care. Or like, they don't it, care. It, a charitable reading is that they don't communicate or, like, there's mixed messages because the executives are like, we need to get more blood on screen. Or, or it's just bad conveyance where, like, they don't think about it and they don't want you to think about it of, like, yeah, they didn't die. You blew up the warehouse. The warehouse was empty. They were all fleeing. Really, Richie's, Richie's, when I come down to it, one of two things happened in episode eight after they blew up the warehouse with, you know, all the scientists. Either Richie blew up the warehouse thinking that everyone had evacuated, meaning that he let the whole Trigon cult get away. Yeah. Or he murdered everyone in the Trigon cult that he knew of and still didn't check for any survivors or stragglers. So in either way, he's a shitty detective and a shitty hero. Either he, he let people go and then said case closed. They probably won't come back to try to ritually, you know, sacrifice this child. Probably. That definitely isn't going to be a problem in the future. No, never. Or he just murdered all of them. And again, went. there's probably no straggler. So either way, terrible decision. He definitely either participated in a murder or actively made Rachel's situation worse. One of two things happened there. Um, so like this, this is muddling, but this is the premise of the episode is now Batman's going to start killing people because and Joker, it's that he's going to kill the Joker primarily. Yeah. Joker tortured Commissioner Gordon and killed him. Okay. So Alfred apparently died as well. I also wrote that down <laughs> after that, that moving one phone call in like episode two. When he, Richie's like, Hey, can I get some money? Can I get my allowance? Can I get, can I get some money? Also, Jason Todd says, Superman says that Batman changed. Why don't you go to fucking Superman? Just go to Superman! That's a, that's a far more reliable source for, like, stopping Batman than fucking Dick Grayson. I know. Uh, like, or fucking, fucking Wonder Woman, dude. Like, we know what, we, we have, we have testimony from Wonder Girl in, like, episode eight or, eight or ten, I think it's eight. Like, Wonder Woman in this universe is apparently super fucking chill and compassionate. Just go yeah. fucking hurt. Or you can, you, you have a Justice League of people that could be, like, professionally intervening here. You have the literal Justice League. Yeah, I I don't know why you're going to dick. So Because this, he's the, whole the main character. Well, yeah, and I know it's his fantasy, but it's, like, it's so bad. Like, just from the beginning, the outset of this fantasy, and you could excuse it as, like, you know, it's a, it's all a dream sequence. It doesn't have to make sense. But the whole show is like this. Yeah. So it's it's just it's a dog shit thing. Also, uh, fucking uh, Dawn in his fantasy tells him that Batman is kind of his responsibility. Yeah. Uh, so Dove Soap insists on that. So like Richie, I guess subconsciously, I don't know what the fuck is going on there. But uh, dream sequence, nothing has to make sense. But fuck you, your abusive parent or your abuser or whatever is not your responsibility. They never no. will be. All you folks out there with abusive households, don't ever think your abuser is your responsibility. They're not your responsibility and you don't have to do shit. Yes. Um, I, I again wrote down that Richie takes the tiger doll that his son gives him, growly mm -hmm. with him. I don't, this does not come up ever again. I don't know if they, like, thought they were going to do something with it and then forgot about it, or if it's just, like... I think it's eerie. like, oh, hey, it's your kid. Yeah, but, like, they, they do, like, a slow zoom in on the doll, where it's, like, the doll is, like, evil or possessed or something. Yeah, and, and I'm like, it. maybe it's, like, that's what Trigon's, like, looking through. I don't fucking know. It's very... It just never comes up again. Okay, um... So... Richie then uh, just takes a takes a good old plane to Gotham 
again, leading his L.A. job. Yep. I, uh, Being never, a cop's not a real job, don't you know? Yeah, you can live in a mansion and you then just, just leave never show up to work. Yeah, no, he's, like, on a police salary in that fucking mansion. I just want to mention that. Yeah, again, either he has embezzled a lot of money or, like, he, like LAPD is just robbing people left and right. Which, I mean, like... That does happen. There are there are laws in the books where like if uh if police barge into your house and say we think this might be evidence, they can just take your shit and then they don't have to ever give it back. So like you can you can make a ton of money off of that. That's actually I think where a lot of police departments get their cash. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the United States police is a disaster. Yay! And even then I feel I feel more sympathetic to them in this show than I do to our heroes, which is a problem. Um <laughs> Okay, so he goes He goes to Gotham, and it, it looks like fucking Escape from New York, for those of you who have seen it. Which is hilarious, because I referenced that with uh, Jason, like, a couple episodes ago. Just, people are, like, hanging around barrels on fire in the street for that, like, trademark post-apocalypse look. A couple people are just straight up boning in an alleyway. There's, like, you know, just night fights going on outside. Uh... I have written down here, by the way, that this is not how a crime rate works in a city. Um, this is, a, like, the way that people start, like, acting like fucking fugitives or, like, refugees under, like, excuse me, desperate circumstances. Like, where people become ultra-criminals is usually caused by, like, natural disasters or, like, unprecedented yeah. economic downturn. Gotham seems like it went through the fucking apocalypse, not like... It looks one- like it bad fucking commissioner or one commissioner died it's very very weird it's like there this must have been like a consistent spiral to get to this point but it's like confusing how it got to this point you know what i mean yeah i mean there's an argument to be made for like and i mean like this is also going a little off the rails um there's an argument to be made that batman intrinsically is not a good like franchise for the idea of like criminal justice because Batman doesn't kill people but especially in like movies and like TV shows he lets people die. Yeah. Um but furthermore the position that Batman as a series seems to take is that criminals can never be reformed um in any meaningful way. So you should just lock them up forever. Uh, and that crime just happens because people are bad rather than any kind of, like, economic situation or, like, any issues of, like, you know, mental health or anything like that. Mental health in Batman is essentially just treated as another way that you're evil as opposed to, like, you're really tortured for the most part. Yeah. And if, if you are mentally ill in some way, like Harvey Dent, you just become evil anyway. Yeah, no, men- being mentally ill means that you're evil, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what Batman Universe teaches us. It's probably, it's definitely not the intent, but it seems to be, like, the byproduct of just, you need to fight the same rogues gallery of villains over and over again, never doing anything permanent to fix the issue. And, like, again, personal grievances and, like, grudges and, like, darkness within people's hearts are just sort of a natural byproduct of society. And it's never seen as, like, there's not a way to really stop crime and there's not a -hmm. way to stop violent crime outside of just beating the shit out of people. And, like, locking them up only for them to break out, which ultimately suggests in some cases that killing them is the correct solution. But the only reason that Batman doesn't do it is because of a moral code that's oftentimes very, very sort of vague and uh, ill-defined. And in a lot of cases, he just straight up lets them die anyway without directly killing them. So, like, 
Gotham already is a very stretched sort of moral ground to really talk about, like, what society is like and what causes problems. Because it, Batman traditionally doesn't have a narrative that talks about why things are bad, like, in society. It's just things are bad because people are bad, and then you have a guy who's kind of bad to go deal with it. And yeah. then you don't do anything to really fix the problem other than beat people up, which, you know, doesn't get to the root of more people are going to grow up and be bad because of blank circumstance so yeah uh philosophically batman is a little myopic and a little bit uh dystopian and very distrustful of people which i don't really like because then that lets people ignore the fact that batman is like a billionaire and could like eliminate poverty in gotham but like there's still a bunch of poor people yeah in he gotham. could he could do a lot with that money but you know yeah, I mean, maybe in its original conception, Batman was just, like, a millionaire, so it's like, I live in a mansion, but, like, I can't do that. But now it's like, I have billions of dollars. It's like, you could you could make everyone in Gotham, you could eliminate the Gotham homelessness problem. Yeah, single-handedly. And just choose not to. Yeah, no, he's like, I like to play dress-up more. Yeah, like, real-life billionaires are monsters. Even if they donate to charity, it's usually to, like, get tax breaks and, like, you know. Yeah. Y- even if you're, like, Bill Gates, most of your charity... Most of the money you go... You push into your charity just goes back to you. And whenever anyone... Uh, fun fact for those who like Bill Gates. This is the episode where I just shit on billionaires like Batman. That's fine. I'm, I'm just letting you talk. I'm good. I'm embracing it, baby. I'm going... I'm going Batsman bad this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Gates... I'm sorry, what did you say? No, I was like, I'm just letting you talk. This is interesting. Okay. The nice people, the nice CEOs will give you, like, money, like Bill Gates, but that money is basically just there to keep you from starving and keep you, like, working to get those resources. And fun fact about people like Bill Gates, Bill Gates specifically had, like, there was, like, a news site or a podcast or something that was criticizing him saying, like, yeah, you're doing really shitty work with this fucking charity you fucking asshole and he just bought them and made them run like pro bill gates things about like how great his charity is holy shit he could just do that so i imagine batman you know bruce wayne probably just buy it like if anyone's like why why does batman do all this stupid horse shit he probably just buys the company and then has them run like pro batman shit honestly yeah he probably is like hey here's these fucking like lights so if you need me you light them up here's also some money here here's the money i technically own your department now so uh if you if you do the if you don't put up this light guess who's not getting a paycheck next week pal like i guess who's uh department mentioned down you know i yeah. hate to see that so batsman bad but for none of the reasons that but for none of the reasons that this show says is my position on this matter specifically even though i think batman is cool in some things i'm still like it's terrible to be a billionaire um anyway <laughs> let's so back to titans uh I'm, I'm sorry for that like five minute socialist <laughs> fucking tangent no you episode 11 has broken me um no episode 11 was fucking bonkers guys like this oh boy okay yeah there's um, just a lot to unpack yes there is uh, so Richie then goes to stay in a hotel in Gotham after, you know, my deluge of <laughs> bullshit. Um, he goes to stay in a hotel in Gotham. And it's supposed to be all seedy. And it's still, and you see like, you know, needles and, you know. Yeah, you see like needles and people and whores on the streets. Yeah, it, the hotel still looks nicer than like a lot of places that I've stayed. <laughs> um, not like in terms of like the, the, uh, 
like the stuff everywhere. Like I'm not fucking staying in like a crack den, but like the architecture <laughs> itself say, is you good, the architecture man. itself is still very fancy. Um, and then he asks, like, will you need fresh sheets? How many hours are you staying? The elevator is under repair. So, like, they, either Richie or Trigon tried to come up with the most, like, fucked up hotel, and it still looks okay. Yeah. For the most part, outside of, again, like, the needles and the heroin, or hero needles or booze, whatever. Yeah. Um, and I j- also, how many hours are you staying? Like, that's framed as like a dystopian question of like yeah you're not gonna stay here the whole night you're gonna go do crimes right uh i do know in japan that's like a common thing to just be like how many hours are you staying especially at like love hotels or whatever no in love hotels that's normal but not that i've been to one i just know this what no one no one's gonna care if you've been to a love hotel (laughs) i've never been to japan so i mean yeah that would that would be a that would be a little confusing if you managed to make it to a love hotel outside of japan you don't know. Uh, you could always visit the Love Hotel solo one day. Yeah, that'd be unique. Just, just, to, just to scope it out. Yeah. I know you will <laughs> steal my girlfriend away there someday. It's fine. She'll love me. <laughs> Thus, Love Hotel. <laughs> oh. Oh, inside jokes. Yes. Okay. Um. So, speaking of fucking, uh, while Richie is lying there, you just hear people boning next door. Yep. And then he, he looks at, uh, he looks at the fucking stuffed animal with him, Richie does, and he goes, what the fuck are we doing here, Growly? Which really is my question in this episode. It's like, what the fuck are any (laughs) of us doing here? What the fuck are you, what the fuck are you doing with this episode? Cause that, but when we get to the end of this episode, I can tell you that this this whole sequence could have been like maybe thirty seconds, and it it would have gotten about the same effect. Um, this whole fucking forty five minutes, dear God. Um, yep. So he calls in Dove Soap, uh, cause she's back home and she's like, "Oh, Johnny's got a fever." You left me with this child, even though. Even though I I told you to go. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's ridiculous because it's supposed to be dramatic, but you just hear the fucking in the background. Yeah, it's real awkward. It's just like, you know, you're judging her, but what would she think if she's just hearing this fucking in the background? She didn't know what Gotham was like. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, you might just be watching hard. Richie's weird. Richie's watching hardcore porn. I mean, probably. I imagine he gets off to like like some real weird kinky shit. Yeah, probably. Just just because of like the weird pun. There's there's like a violence thing. I, everyone in this fucking shows into like S and M shit. It's it's. I don't know. I I don't want to I don't want to delve too deep into the she- into the sexual preferences of Titans characters, but like it's just. Everyone in this show is so cool with and prepared for ultra violence. I will never stop thinking about the scene, where where uh where Hawk is told to be quiet in a library, punches a guy, and a bunch of other dudes come up like they're ready to fucking beat the shit out of him in a library. Like, everyone in this world is ready to fucking throw down at any moment. I mean, same. When I'm in a library, my first instinct is to punch someone in the face. How the fuck have we got... How the fuck... Why the fuck are we doing here, Growly? 
Like, what the fuck? What the fuck are we doing here, Growly? That is the question. I'm sorry that I'm going on so many tangents. (laughs) No, you're fine, dude. I'm just thinking about how bad this show is and how much I want to order new D&D dice. That's where my brain is. Do continue. Nice. Okay, so uh, the sex after a little aneurysm, because the little aneurysms indicate that something bad is about to happen again. And by aneurysm, I mean the screen ripples a little bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> screen aneurysm. Uh, a screen aneurysm. Screen aneurysm. Screen aneurysm. After a little screen aneurysm, uh, Richie hears the sex start turning into a beating. Uh, and then he goes and uh, goes next door to stop it, beats the guy up. Please show up. He tells him I'm a cop. It's like, Got what are you doing in a fucking here? Mansion. What are you doing here? Yep. And then Richie uh, heads on out, and Joker is seemingly dead on top of a car. They didn't hire an actor. It looks like a fucking Halloween prop with a green yep. like wig. Does it? Do we? I can't remember. Do we see it fall and like hit it, or do we just see? No. Okay, cool. I couldn't remember. Yeah, it's just him. It's just Joker impacted on a car. Dope. Love it. It lo- again. It looks like a fucking Halloween prop. It sure. it probably wasn't even a real dude under there. It was probably just like a mannequin. Yeah, probably. So it looks super fucking fake. I mean, it's Titans. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, again though, because the police are all fucked up about it. Uh, Joker apparently killed a lot of people in this show, so I don't know why they'd be super. Why the police would be super upset about this one specifically. Probably because it's Batsman, man. It's Batsman. It's Batsman. Uh, I know the commissioner now, the new commissioner, is very anti-Batman, just to, you know. I mean, fair, though. Uh, yeah. Um, the show's anti-Batman. Again, for all the wrong reasons. Um, yeah. So, fucking Joker is still alive, though. Uh, Richie is talking to the police, and they're like, do you know anything? And he's like, no. And he's like, all right. Hayden mentioned that... She liked that the detective in his brain was kind of nice. Yeah. It it was nice that um, not everyone is just a piece of shit 24-7. Yeah. Because that's this show. That's this show. Like, can we just talk about yeah. how everyone in this show is a fucking asshole? Except for, like, the randos that get killed. They tend to yeah. not be as bad, which like, is not great. Obviously, like, Richie... Not Richie. Uh, like... Gar and Rachel aren't assholes, but, like, I feel like everyone else is a dick. Yeah, everyone else is a huge fucking dickhead. And, like, Donna's okay. Donna's okay, but she's not really a person. No, I said Donna. Oh, Donna. I thought you said Donna. I was like, yeah, she's... No, no. Donna's great. Donna's not... Donna's not a person. Donna's not a person, and she also, like, slashes people's throats. Yeah, exactly. Everyone... Everyone in this show's a fucking asshole. So it was really refreshing to see, like... At least somebody not being a giant douche. Yeah, um, Joker's still alive, by the way, after hitting the car. And we get no dialogue to indicate this, so Richie never even fucking talks to the Joker. Again, they probably didn't hire an actor. Yeah, because they didn't even hire an an actor for Batman until this episode. But even then, they didn't hire someone for this episode. Yeah, it's just a stand-in. It's just a stand-in, because they couldn't get the rights for it until season two. Yeah, it's so weird. Um... So then Richie goes up to the old Bruce Wayne house. Um and we get him talking to Bruce through the door about hurting and like, you know, wanting to kill people and rage and like 
Richie being there for him. It would be heartwarming if we didn't have the whole context of Titans behind it. Because, like, this is an okay conversation between a version of Dick Grayson yeah. and a version of Batman. But, like, this specific version of Richie is such a weird, horny rage monster. And Batman is such a shadowy, child molesty weirdo. Yeah. And we also know, like, the entire time... It's very hard to avoid, like, just realizing from the get-go in this episode that this is all just a fucking fantasy made up by Trigon. So it, it feels very hollow and fake. But the rest of the show... The rest of the show feels hollow and fake, so... Yes. That's the problem. Yeah. Uh, the interconnecting parts... The, the bad parts weigh down the good parts and make them mean less. Is my point. Yeah. No, I get you. Okay. It's just... Yeah. Oh, fucking no. It's... <laughs> I feel you. Okay. Um. After Richie goes to leave... Camera pans to Bruce... Just sitting there watching him from behind. Uh, also pretty rapey. Um, I mean, but it is, yeah. He runs around in like a leather suit, so yeah. Do continue. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I I want to quickly mention that fucking um, it doesn't make sense if this is like a Trigon Richie fantasy that we see parts that Richie doesn't see. Yeah. No, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, like that. It's it's playing unfairly with the audience. Like, um, unless this is, like, a dream. You know what I mean? Like, unless Richie's seeing this, like, as a dream. So he's seeing what we're seeing. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, but then, But unless like, that's the case, it doesn't make sense. That's what I mean. Yeah, he doesn't act like he, he's seeing everything. Yeah. And if, if they wanted it to be, like, a dream sequence, it should have been a little bit trippier. Because it's pretty straightforward. Okay, so... Now Richie talks to a uh, fucking Starfire, who is apparently an FBI agent. Which is ironic. Uh, yeah, she has killed police and like FBI agents multiple times over the course of this show. She is a murderer. Uh, and his, his thought is, yeah, she should be in the FBI. It's it's very weird. Yeah, no, also, she's smart yeah. and an alien. She should be in the FBI, man. Yep. Love it. And uh, then Richie calls back home, uh, talking to Dove Soap, and Honk is apparently over, yep. helping with the house, and she gets all mad at him, because Richie gets all mad at her for being with Honk. And poor Honk, poor Honk, Richie is so obsessed with getting back with Dove Soap, instead of getting with Starfire. Yeah. And all all their relationships feel cheapened by this bit. This, this is all, <sighs> this, this makes both relationships feel a little bit more, like shallow and gross but most relationships in this show just are shallow and gross so i'm like eh, yeah i don't really care anymore okay uh we have another screen yearism after this uh dude was beating the lady in the room next door again so richie may have beaten that dude to death i can't quite tell i'm sure later they'd say like oh no he didn't do that uh, oh yeah, and Richie is fucking super fucking passive-aggressive to fucking honk. Yeah, he's like, why are you with him? Really? Yeah, he's so shitty. And Don is just like, bitch, you left to Gotham, even though I told you to, but whatever. Yeah. It's like, you left to Gotham, and he offered to help out. You're not here to actually help out, so yeah, I'm gonna take the offer. Yeah. But I'm also like, 
bitch, you can't get mad at him for leaving when you told him to. Yes. It it is it is a it is a showing of the writers seemingly as well as Richie and Trigon just going women, right? Women. Okay. Um so then Starfire pops up and then Dawn Dove Soap gets all upset and she's like, bye, Starfire's there. And then Richie's like, what do you want, Starfire? And Starfire's like, well, Batman killed everybody in Arkham Asylum, including like the doctors and the nurses. Just kind of murdered everyone. Uh, and then Richie goes, this wasn't justice, this was a massacre. Which is hilarious. Um, so melodramatic. Uh, by the way, the moral quandary I've written down here for Titans is strategic, calmly committed, targeted assassinations. Versus rage killings, the moral quandary of Titans. Yep. If you kill people in a murderous rampage, it's bad. If you snap someone's neck real close or, like, blow up three guys in a fucking club with your fire powers, or, like, you know, blow up a warehouse calmly as you're leaving it full of dozens of people, it's probably fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Again, it's fine. you gotta be calm when you kill people. If yeah. You, if you get mad about it, it, like, it ruins the erection. Also, uh, they made they made a bat cave for this uh, because then they're like Starfire and the police and the FBI are like, all right, we gotta go get fucking uh, we gotta go get Batman. We gotta take down Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. So they raid the house. They raid the Bruce Wayne house, and Richie's like, "We're coming for you, Bruce. Don't struggle." And they rig the house with explosives. Uh, all the police go in. Starfire goes in to catch him. Batman murders a bunch of people. Uh, they also designed the Batcave for this one scene, which feels very unnecessary. Yeah, but you know. Uh, but I mean, like, it's just like a metal platform, I think, with a car. So, like, I guess it wasn't that much. It was probably reused from the lab set. Probably, I think a lot of this was reused, but also it's just like, <sighs> yeah, this is real dumb. Um, yep. so Batman murders all the police, including the nice cop. And he fights exactly like fucking Dove Soap and Richie and Jason. He's just doing it to nice cops instead of, like, bad guys. Yeah. So it's it's not even, like, distinguishable. So, like, when we're supposed to be seeing, like, oh, man, he's gone fucking crazy. He's killing people. They just added some more blood splashes from, like, the usual violence. Yeah, no, they honestly just added more blood. And they're like, yeah, that makes it bad, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's fucking stupid. So then Starfire comes up to, like blast him away and it's like no he has a cold gun oh yeah the cold gun the cold they call gun it cold because gun. he's mr freeze or whatever the fuck yeah he just has it for whatever so he freezes starfire to death and then richie blows up uh, wayne house yep. oh right uh I, i've written down here i almost forgot they have like the smushing sound effects for the blood too oh uh, like- yeah type of noise I like for, for like that. every time like a blow hits it sounds like a fucking ketchup pack yep. got stepped on Just... yeah like there's a lot of that in in the scene to make it feel meatier i guess or like worse okay they blow up wayne house uh richie goes inside because that's the thing to do instead of like having someone go check um so batman is trapped under rubble and he's just going yep that's that's his lines for this episode yep when you can't afford an actor and then richie looks at starfire killed by the cold gun the cold gun they couldn't even come up with a better fucking name than cold gun oh it's just a cold gun 
freeze rifle. That's that's Just call it a freeze ray or something. Yeah. Or just go Starfire Lookout or like Cory Lookout. You don't even have to name it. Calling it a cold gun is so silly. It just makes it silly. This show's it does make it very this silly. show's silly, Brad. This show, this show, and how absolutely dead fucking serious it wants to be is very very silly. Okay, and then Richie kills Batman by stepping real hard on his face. Yeah, cause murder. I yep. don't know. And then we pop the camera out, and guess what? The whole episode was a dream. It was all Trigon. Like, you wouldn't have guessed that before, because we skipped everything from episode 10. Yep, because they are like, what if we just made a Richie Grayson episode? Because why not? Yep. Yep. And then then Trigon says it was Richie's decision to do all that shit, and, and, yeah, that's obviously not true. Like, he he chose the darkness within him or something. Even though it kept getting worse. Uh, I don't fucking know, man. And then Trigon says that he loves Richie as Rachel loves Richie because Rachel loves Richie, which, I mean, again, that's nice, even though he's been shitty for, for like, a while. Like, again, episode eight. Episode eight was real fucking bad. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. He has tried to leave her so many times. Um, And then the uh, the season ends with Richie under mind control and Trigon getting ready to end the world, and they... Knew they were getting a second season, so they just cap it off there, and it goes, Richard Hatem wrote this, and he's named Richard Hatem because we fucking hate him, and it is fucking writing, uh, and that's, and that's the show! Episode 11, we're done with Titans! Uh, oh, we did it! We the season. We fucking did it! We finished the season oh. of Titans. Ugh. What a bad show. What a bad show. And then the after credits... Let's not forget the after credits. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> Somewhere in Metropolis, we, and we're we really fucking going there. It's, we've never been to Metropolis. We never talked about Metropolis outside of Superman being briefly mentioned and appearing on t-shirts. Yep. There's just a lab, and then a dude breaks out, and he's probably Kryptonian because he breaks the dude's neck, and then he goes in. Uh, we see his ass. Yep. We see we a, a blurred blur- out peen. Get a blurred out Superboy peen, and then he gets a dog out of the cage, so it's probably Crypto. So Yay. we got Superboy and Crypto. Two more characters, because we because clearly we... all the characters are so well written so far. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like, everyone's just so fleshed out that we, you know, we just, why not add one more? Why? You know, we, we really, we've got everybody down to a pat. Or the writing seems to be going not so great. What can we do? Just add more characters. Add more characters. Just add just more characters. Pat it out. Pat Slap it out. Slap more on you there. Know. Ugh. Oh. Listen, Young Justice, their issue is a lot, is too many characters. But at yeah. least those characters still feel like people. At least they're likable. They're likable for the, most, for the most part. Yeah. They feel like individuals. They feel like fleshed out people. Even though, yeah, no, I do agree there's too many. With this show, it's so messy and the writing is so inconsistent and the characters don't have, like, a set way of being or they don't react to certain... You know what I mean? Like, they just don't feel like people. They feel like caricatures. They feel like ideas on a cutting room floor that they just kind of patchwork together. They're like, sure, this works. They're archetypes of, yeah. like, what what edgy TV show should have, where it's, like, Rachel is, like, not re- not well-written Eleven. Mm-hmm. 
Tiger Boy is just sort of the dumb teen that has, like, a bad superpower. Yep. Uh, Starfire is, like, the femme fatale. Yeah, she's, like, the femme fatale murdery kind of. Yeah, so, like, there's that, because she's all about sex and murder. And Richie is just, like, the edgy main character, like, shitty uh, Peter Petrelli from Heroes, just even shittier and more selfish. So none of them really feel like themselves from, like, any other adaptation. Uh, Rachel is the closest, and even then, that's not great. Um, they knew they'd get a second season. This whole episode was unnecessary. You could have just had flashes of Richie killing Batman. Or, like, you know, seeing some seeing someone get murdered and then killing Batman in response in, like, a 30-second sequence of, like, a dream. And then he could have been under mind control, and that would have been plenty. It could have. And you could have spent... But- you could have spent more time focusing on his relationship with Rachel, of which this episode does not at all. It doesn't even fucking care about his relationship with Rachel. No. She, he says at the end that she loves him, and he bear he he's just like, go to college and be away from me. I don't I don't care. I'm happy that you're gone, and I don't want to talk to you that much. Like God, if you're gonna do that, just at least have it be that he's like living with her and like helping her through college. Like, at least establish that he gives a shit. Yeah, they keep, they claim that he gives a shit, but they don't show it. Yeah, we get nice little moments in, like, the second and, like, the fourth episode where he, like, hugs her after she's, like, gonna try to leave from the Doom Patrol place and he's like, I'm never gonna leave you. And then he keeps fucking trying to leave her he and then in his fantasy- ditching her. <laughs> yeah, and then in his fantasy, she barely appears. He barely cares about her as much as he fucking cares about fucking Dawn. Yeah. Literally fucking Dawn. Like, uh, it's all about this relationship that barely has anything. This, like, weird pseudo... uh, Like, again, like, The Last of Us with, like, Ellie and Joel, or, like, fucking Logan with, like, fucking Logan and his daughter X-23. Like, it's that. It's that archetype, but it's done so shittily because they pile on all these other characters that the dude (sighs) cares about so much more than the kid. So now I'm like, I don't even fuck... Di- fucking obliterate Richie, Rachel. Like I don't give a fuck. Like he's he doesn't care about you that much. No, or he honest- doesn't. <sighs> yeah, like it's this episode did a terrible job of making me feel like Richie Grayson in any way is like a good or meaningful person. It made me care so much less. You know what I mean? It made it made me feel like he barely cares about the Titans. Yeah, like they're they're a blip on his radar in comparison to fucking Dawn and like living in a mansion. Yeah, no, it's like, wouldn't his dream, if they really wanted to make us care about him, wouldn't his dream... Honestly, they should have been working to make us care about him and these other characters throughout the whole season, but they did a shit job, as we know. Um, This dream sequence really should have solidified how he feels about these people, you know what I mean? Instead of just being, it's a Richie Grayson action episode. (laughs) Yeah, just have it be that he's, like, living in L.A., married to Starfire, and then, like, living with Rachel, who's, like, commuting to school with, like, Tiger Boy, and then have it be, like, you know. Yeah, honestly. Ra- Ra- Rachel's, Rachel's, you know, struggling a little bit, and then he's helping her get through it, and then, like, have her, like, go with him to Gotham if you need to do the Gotham shit. Yeah, no, if he, if they really felt that that was necessary, which apparently they've done, but, you know. So. Yeah, again, like, in the episode with Jason Todd, where Jason calls him, like, a fucking, like, dickhead or a pussy or whatever, the best thing to do would have been, or, like, he calls him a coward and, like, still, like, a maniac. The best thing to have there would have been Rachel there to rebut it, because she's the one with the most meaningful relationship and the one who's like, no, this person is a genuinely caring caretaker. Yeah. But they don't, but those not. parts of his, those parts of his personality, which seem like, 
The easiest way to get Richie to stop being all shitty and fucked up would be to try to become a kinder and more, like, live a more meaningful life by taking care of Rachel. That is the clear trajectory for this type of character. But they keep fucking backtracking on it because he's horny and fucking selfish all the time. Yeah. So I don't feel... And even in his fantasy, he barely fucking cares about Rachel. So, like, I don't... Richie's fuck Richie fucking sucks, dude. Like he fucking blows. That's what this episode solidifies. He blows, his priorities blow. He he doesn't care that much about like his supposed like best friends in the world who are supposed to be the Titans. I don't feel like they're a team. I feel like they like Rachel clearly cares, but the rest barely seem to care. Yeah, he really just doesn't care about yeah. anyone. Like he claims to. And it they're like, see, they have moments together, therefore they're like really close. And I'm like, mm-mm. No, they actually need to speak for more than two seconds. And they need to, like, have more on-screen time together and show that she's a priority above fucking Dawn. I don't, exactly. Like, I just don't understand why they keep harping on Dawn. Like, why they want this so bad. And I'm like, it's yeah. not... <sighs> yeah, I don't I don't care. I don't and get I, it. I, I think it really... It's a real disservice to the relationship with the other characters. It is. It absolutely is. It wouldn't be a problem as much if we got, like, divided focus, if we got enough of a character development arc from, like, Starfire or, like, fucking Tiger Boy or even Rachel, because Rachel doesn't get as much time in this show as Richie does. Like, he gets whole entire episodes just dedicated to whatever fucking bullshit he's going through. Mm -hmm. And, like, he gets more conversations with different characters and the conversations he has seem to be more impactful and like Rachel's whole relationship with Dawn was off screen and she has no relationship with Hank and fucking Starfire barely spoke to her. Yeah. Like it's, we, we don't get a sense for like anyone in the show except for Richie who is portrayed as the main character, which in in Teen Titans, it should be an ensemble. I'm fine with Richie being the leader. Like Dick Grayson, Robin being the leader of the Teen Titans is fine. I'm cool with that. That's normal but don't, to the yeah, dynamic, but, don't have be, but yes, don't have him be the main character. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be a main character show. And if you if you insist on that, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I totally cut you off. But I was gonna say, I'm like, it's the like it being an ensemble show is the lifeblood of what makes like Teen Titans and Titans good because you know you care about all these people as individuals and as a team, and it needs to have that ensemble feel. It's not Richie's story. If you want to tell Richie's story, don't make it just. Don't make it Titans. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, just have it be a Robin show or a fucking Nightwing show or exactly. some shit. Have it be, like, a Nightwing show instead. And if you want it... I just... They so wanted this show to be... They started it off with Rachel. And I'm like, okay, cool. If that's the story you want to tell, if you want to tell the Trigon arc, great. That's a really interesting part of Rachel's history or, like, Raven's, like, history. It's a big part of her. I get wanting to flesh that out. But this show felt so jumbled in the sense that they wanted it, like, as it progressed, it just became more and more and more about just Dick Grayson. If you, I think if they were good writers, which they're not, if they were good writers, they had a clear story in their mind and they knew the path kind of they wanted to take, they could have told a really good Logan X-23, Joel and Ellie kind of story with this. They really could have. And I would have been okay with that. But because it's so poorly written and so jumbled and just so 
like everything feels meaningless and hollow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like everything we, just it, there's no substance to any of these characters. They're ideas. No. These characters we are just ideas. We should have come out of this feeling like these these characters are a family. Exactly. Donna's just Donna's just there because she's only been there for like maybe like fucking third like she's maybe spoken to I don't think she said one word to Rachel so she's just around. Yeah. Uh, Donna's just around. Tiger Boy has not I think said more than five words to Richie. Um, and Starfire has basically told Tiger Boy killing people is okay. I bet you want to make out with Rachel, and that's it. That's and also, it. I've seen your penis. Yeah, cool, S- great. Yeah. So, like, I we should have come out of this with the feeling that they are closer together and they care about each other much more than ever before. Towards the end here, and like Richie cares the most about like these three people. Mm-hmm. I get the sense that he's way more fucking hung up on Batman and on fucking Dawn than about these four characters. Yeah, no, I don't characters. get the sense that he like, cares about them at all. And it's like, why do you care so much about Dawn? Why are the writers harping on this? If you're not, yeah. if you're not gonna fucking show me why. Yeah, have, have if they that. fucked once, yay, great. But like, woohoo! Glad she was a good lay. But am I supposed to believe that you had this meaningful relationship with her? When yeah, the only interaction we've seen is you being passive aggressive with her and like fucking. Because that's a real turn on. Like, I don't know if we're supposed to feel bad for him or if we're supposed to hate him or like want him to get better or like just. This whole episode seems to be built around the idea of like, oh man, Richie's happy, and then oh no, everything's getting worse, and then you're like, oh no, Richie went bad. But it's like he's always been kind of this shitty and this bad this yeah. entire goddamn show. No, he's never been good. I don't know if you like you're actively supposed to dislike Richie, which at that point I can go. Then what's the point? I'm not, this guy has not gotten better in eleven episodes. Yeah, it's like I'm not gonna care. I don't feel like I'm supposed to care. And it should have been Richie and Rachel and Starfire and Tiger Boy show, but like it is just Richie's show, co-starring Rachel sometimes, also with Starfire there to bone him, and give exposition, and Tiger Boy there to be a teen for Rachel to talk to. Dawn is there for him to fantasize about having sex with, and help a raging alcoholic beat fucking child molesters to yep. death, like. She's there as a prop. She is a prop. Yeah. She is a sex and violence prop just like Starfire, and it mm-hmm. sucks. This the show fucking sucks. Its messaging sucks. The characters suck. Everyone sucks. Everyone sucks. But we finished the first season. Woo! Woo! We did Woo! it! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> All right, I think uh, I think that I think that does it for for the season. I think uh, I think we deserve a little little break from Titans for a we while. We sure do. All right, uh, any any final final thoughts? Because I think we we summed it up with everything sucks. They suck. This show sucks. It has terrible messaging. Uh, no. Yeah. I have no notes other than what a bad show. And thank you guys for coming along for the ride for the first season. We are going to watch the second season eventually, but we're yeah. going to take a little fucking break. Yeah, the the world the world is kind of imploding right now, so You know? Uh, oh, dude, know gonna... what we should do? What? We should watch the first episode of season 2 on my birthday. 
Why would you do that to yourself? Because I have nothing planned. <laughs> we could watch like a good movie on that day. <laughs> no, I need to start my day with Titans. I feel I need to do that to myself. <laughs> I I will check back in with you on this because I feel like you're making a rash decision out of the darkness that is infesting you because of us talking about uh, this episode. Probably. So. Or it's like like a demon crawling inside you and making you imagine Growly the Tiger. <laughs> titans is the demon that crawls inside you and makes you imagine growly the tiger those are my final thoughts there you go that's that's our notes for season one all Uh. right uh any plugs anything you want to plug god um my brain into a wall socket after watching this show um (laughs) plugs if you Oh. I know, dude. <laughs> what a fucking show, man. What a fucking um, show. If you like Dungeons and Dragons, follow Dork Tales over on twitch.tv. Go twitch.tv slash dorktales. Um, woohoo. Woohoo. Uh, we're playing Dungeons and Dragons uh, twice a month during COVID. Um, it's really fun, really ridiculous. You can go watch the first episode that we did. Uh, go watch the VOD over on our Twitch. It's really funny. It's goofy. I'm playing a gnome barbarian, which is hilarious. And shenanigans ensue because they're all- it's like a series of one shots with these same there characters. But um Is anyone is anyone playing Scrooge McDuck? No. <laughs> uh anything else I'm gonna plug? Not really. I'm not really working on anything right now. Uh just thank you guys for listening. Go follow us on Patreon. Even just a dollar helps us out a lot. Yeah, we'll say your name. We'll say your name. <laughs> like that matters. We'll say your name. We'll say your name in these say trying, name, na- say trying times. Name. Oh my god. <laughs> what are your final thoughts, final plugs, bird? Uh, oh god. I had I had like a thing I, I knew I felt like I was gonna say, but I just just completely fucking forgot to close this out. Um Uh, uh the I ordered- Isekai articles are Oh, good. No, I was going to say, I ordered dice during this episode. <laughs> nice. Any- That's a better use of your time I know, than right? watching Titans. I know. Anyway, do your plug. Sorry. Uh, no, you're fine. Um, fuck. Uh, my Isekai articles are coming out, so if you want to read a lot about how shitty Isekai got and why it sort of got there, uh, I go through like mythology and literature and like movies and like video games and D for like explaining how sort of media got to the point where it all became about like sort of imagining yourself in the position of the hero and how that's that's always been especially for dude characters always a little bit horny and a little bit power fantasy ish yeah. and then i'm I, I try to go through like how that exploded and got to the point where we are now where it's real bad with like imagining women as your like actual slaves yeah so. love shield hero <laughs> Gotta love the the child slave that you groom to fall in love with you. It's uh, yep. great. I, I I remember telling my therapist about that show, and she had the most concerned look on her face. It's like, are you okay? She was like, so there there so there's like pedophilia in, the, in these shows. I'm like, yes, that's that's yes. Yes. I I'm plugging the idea that being a lollycon just means you're a pedophile, and uh, everyone in anime should know that. Um, hey. Okay. I voice a yeah. lollycon. <laughs> That's that's okay. Oh. You're, you're cr- I voice a serial killer, but that doesn't mean I'm a fucking serial killer. No, I you're know. Fine. I'm just saying. 
my character in Azure Lane, or one of the two. She's something. Is she Catholic? I mean, she's she's from the Royal Navy, like the British Royal Navy. So maybe I don't fucking they, know. They did they did rape a lot of kids. Yeah. I shout out shout out to the British Empire. Woo! I'm, I'm, pl- I'm plugging the I'm plugging the war crimes of the British Empire. This is. <laughs> I love my heritage. Welcome to Communistamaki, where I, where I tell you about how imperialism and cops are bad. Oh. Oh man! I'm plug. I'm plugging Karl Marx, my, my boy. <laughs> um, uh, oh, oh god! Oh I'm god! Out of my this mind. show I've lost has it. melted. I've lost it. I've lost my goddamn mind. My brain Go feels like wa- it's been in a microwave. <laughs> Go fucking watch Teen Titans. Just watch the whole fucking cartoon. Uh, At, up, up to up to the end of season four. Skip season five. Just go rewatch all Teen Titans. That's what I'll plug. Yep. Any, anything else I make, anything else I'm working on, I'm working on a fucking, I'm working on two books and they'll probably be out in like 10 years. Follow me Just on go Twitter Titans. at Voice. I make dumb shit posts and sometimes yeah, follow, talk about things I do because I'm selfish. Follow her at Voice. Yep. Follow me at anime underscore brother. Tell me about how much you want to kick me in the dick and how much you love this show i don't know i don't know superboy's ass in those three frames in this episode and how titans is a cinematic masterpiece i have a perfect closeout brad (laughs) yeah who has a better butt this is my question for you and our audience who has a better butt the trigon hologram or superboy the trigon hologram (laughs) without question (laughs) that is that is all all the ass you ever need (laughs) That is the butt that keeps on fucking giving, bro. I'm, I'm a fucking. We're done. This episode's over. Get out of here. Turn this off. Why are you still here?